Hi, this is John Ozanting, lead pastor of Evolve Church, and this is the Evolve Church podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you find today's message encouraging and full of hope for wherever you're at. What is up, Evolve family? It is so good to be with you today. My name is Shane, along with my wife, Rachel. We have the privilege of being good, good friends with your lead pastors, Pastor Jono and Pastor Nicole. In fact, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say they are like they are some of our closest friends in the whole world. We love them so dearly. What's up, Julia, Riley, Caleb? Like the whole Evolve family, you guys really are extended family to us. And it's my honor to be with you today and bring a message that I believe is going to encourage you. When I was last with you back on November 17th, 2019, my goodness, it was so good to be with you. And a lot has changed. My goodness, so much has changed. And there's some things that are still the same, that Jesus is still the hope of our hearts. He's still the hope of our world, the hope of your church. You guys continue to move forward. I want to celebrate with you just the way that you are inspiring us here in Vancouver, British Columbia, as we've watched your donut drop-offs and your Easter egg hunts and just ways that you guys have been able to stay connected in this whole COVID reality. We've been encouraged by you, encouraged by your pastors. In fact, he shared with me, Pastor Jono, just this week shared with me an email from somebody in your church saying that they were immunocompromised, and they were just so thankful that in the midst of all that's going on, these services are meeting them right there where they're at. And come on, how many know that there's nothing that can stand between you and God today? Like, from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, you were designed to be filled with the presence of God, and it does not have to happen in a church service in a room all together. Right where you're watching, God wants to meet with you. If you're watching for the very first time or you're new to church, you're just checking things out, I want to encourage you today that it doesn't matter what your past looks like, what yesterday looked like for you. Maybe you feel lovable. Maybe you've never felt less lovable. Maybe you feel like you are the last person God could look to and reach. I believe right now in this moment, God's eye is on you. God's going to meet you today. And I think that's true for every single one of us in all of our homes across this multi-site church all over Edmonton and beyond. It's so, so good. I got a word for you today. I believe it's tailor-made for the moment that we are in about elevating our faith in the midst of this storm. And I think there are three ways God wants to elevate our faith. And we're going to talk about those in a minute. But first, let's go to the kind of the anchor point of the faith discussion in the Bible, Bible Hebrews chapter 11. It says this, uh, speaking of people who had great faith, it said, through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. How great is that? Getting some justice right now as the world around us is crying out for change in response to racism. Like, how do we get rid of this in our world? And how do we get justice? Well, watch this. Through faith's power, we can establish some justice. Come on, somebody. What else? It says their faith fastened onto some promises that God had for them and pulled them into reality. So pause right there. This is some really good news. First of all, I want you to know well, on your couch watching this, or on the bus watching this, or watching this at work on your lunch break, come on, there are some promises that God has for you. That's what the Bible's saying here. God has promises for you. And it's your faith that pulls them 
into your reality. So that's the good news. That's who we are here at Evolve Church. We are a Bible-believing, faith-filled people who believe that God has promises for us and that our faith pulls them into reality. That's the good news. But we also uh, see in the Bible that the Bible does not minimize the fact that we are going to face challenges in this life. Even though God's got promises and our faith pulls them into reality, there are going to be tough days. There are going to be days where it feels like, man, I'm just holding on. Maybe that's where you're at right now. Maybe you've experienced great pain in the the last couple of weeks, and I want to be able to look into the camera and and let you know that that we love you so very much. Pastor Jono and Pastor Nicole and the whole Evolve team love you. You belong. Come on, throw throw up a hand in the online chat room if you have found a place of love and belonging at Evolve, a place that's come on getting you through by faith. So the Bible says your faith pulls God's promises into reality, but sometimes, watch this, it just enables you to endure. Verse 35 says, it was faith that enabled others to endure great atrocities. So, so you've got this great faith and miracle working power that we can pull into reality by faith. And then you've also got faith as this thing that just helps us hold on sometimes, regardless of where you're at today. You're on the mountaintop, you're in the valley. It doesn't matter where you are. Here's my hope, here's my prayer, that right now in this moment, as you hear from God's word in the presence of the Holy Spirit with you, you'd be able to get to a place where you could say again or maybe say for the very first time, I feel full of faith. Come on, pray with me as we get into God's word. Father, thank you. Thank you that faith is rising up in our hearts to believe that today is more than another day. This is not just another Sunday. This is not just another service. We were made for this moment to encounter you. And so, God, right now across all of our rooms, we invite you, Holy Spirit. Come on, just open, just put your hands over your heart today and say, God, my heart is open. Grow me today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. But today, as we said, we're going to talk about three ways God builds our faith. Here they are. I'll let you know them in advance. We're going to break it on down. Number one, found faith. Number two, built faith. And number three, borrowed faith. Found, built, and borrowed faith. Come on, somebody say found faith. Number one, found faith. Have you ever had a moment in your faith journey where it just, it was like God showed up out of the blue? You weren't expecting God to move. You didn't see it coming. You weren't even deserving, really, of what God did in your life. God just showed up. And maybe you'd say, I've never had a moment like that. Maybe today's your day. Maybe this, in the next few moments, this is going to be a time where God moves in and speaks to your heart in a real profound way. I remember when I was 19 years old, and I went to work on cruise ships as a musician. And I was actually, I was my dream job. And so there I am. I'm at a different beach every day. How many could use a Caribbean vacation right now? Oh, my goodness. Yes, just pause and enjoy that moment. I would be at a beach, and then at night we'd be playing music, and it was my, my dream reality. I was, I was 19 years old, living the dream, and yet in my heart, I was actually moving away from God. I'd grown up in faith. I had this inherited faith of my parents, but I was at that moment where we all kind of get to, which was like, am I going to lean into this? Am I going to step back? What do I really believe? God, are you really there? I'm going through it. How many have been there before? And I'm saying, God, where, I, don't, I don't know what to do, and, I, and I'm just not sure which way to turn at this moment in my life. And God showed up one night in my life. We're leaving Cozumel, Mexico. We're sailing off into the dark of night, into the Gulf of Mexico. And as the boat is sailing away, I lay my head on the pillow and go to bed that night feeling distant from God, not even moving in my heart towards God. And perhaps because of the prayers of my mom, God moves in my life that night in a dream. 
I mean, in my dream, I was in this worship service that we all can't wait to get back to in our churches, right? But uh, I'm in this worship service. God's moving in my life and in my heart. When I woke up, it was like my heart was in a whole different place. I was no longer leaning away from God. I was leaning towards God, ready to run after God. God moved in my life in a way I wasn't looking for, I wasn't deserving. He just showed up, and maybe that's how God's going to move in your life today, in a move of God that we did not expect or see coming. We see this in the Bible with a man in Mark chapter 5. This is a man who the Bible doesn't even give us his name. He's known simply by a bad reputation. He's a man who lives among the tombs, and his location amongst the gravestones is indicative of what's going on in his life. He just feels dead on the inside. Even in his first words towards Jesus, we see this man is not going towards God. He's he's moving away with all he's got. He says to Jesus, listen to this, very first thing this man says to Jesus is, leave me alone. And yet in a few verses, we're going to see Jesus has set this man free and give him a a new mind. And this man's like, I want to follow you, Jesus. How does this happen? That He's not even looking for a miracle, not even expecting God to move, doesn't even want Jesus to be there. And yet God reaches to him and does a miracle in his heart. In a move of God that defies logic and human reasoning, God just shows up and shows him that he's there. What does it do to your heart? to imagine that this is the God that we serve. Sometimes he just shows up with some found faith that you did not have and you didn't see coming and you weren't even looking for. I think sometimes we're conditioned to believe that God only moves in our lives on the basis of our own righteousness or works. But that is not the gospel. That is not the truth of the Bible. The Bible says this, listen, in Romans 5, for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die, meaning if you were really awesome, For a really long stretch, maybe, just maybe, one day, somebody might sort of sacrifice a little bit for you. But that's not God. Contrast that with God. Verse 8 says, but God demonstrates his love this way. Well, we were still sinners. Well, I was leaning in the wrong direction from God on a cruise ship. Well, this man was living among the tombs telling Jesus to go away. Well, you were sitting there today not even wanting to tune into an online service. God showed up with some found faith and said, I am going to move directly to where you are today. Faith is not us accomplishing a move of God in our hearts on our own. Sometimes faith, God moving in response to his righteousness, not ours. Faith is God showing up to the tombs for a man who doesn't even believe. Faith is God showing up not because of our own worthiness, but because of his own goodness. Come on, somebody. Just throw up a hand in the online chat and say, hey, man, I need some of that today. I wonder where it hits you when you think about God moving that way. I wonder if it hits on this place of undeservedness or inadequacy today by the Holy Spirit. I'm praying that that would melt away. There's a lie of the devil keeping you from believing that God will show up with some found faith. Well, here's another way we move on past found faith into this next type of faith that the Bible talks about. I love this one. It's a little little more challenging, but I love this one. And we see it in the story of Noah. This is some built faith. You see, God wants to work a miracle on Noah's behalf. God wants to save Noah and his family from an impending flood. 
And God doesn't do it by saying, hey, Noah, look over there behind that tree. I've built a boat for you. No, God gives Noah a blueprint that he needs to build. I like it when God just shows up and just gives me the found faith that I didn't go looking for and don't deserve. Sometimes God will give you a blueprint to build your faith. In fact, I think the story for us that we need to get in 2020 is faith that can endure a storm is built over time. I mean, I I don't know about you, but right now I'm just like, God, get me out of this, and we need to pray that way. I am believing God bring us through miraculously. Yes, yes, yes. But I believe God wants to say to our hearts today, for those who are saying, God, why didn't you just rescue me from this storm? I believe God would speak to our hearts a little bit of a challenge and say, remember a couple years ago when I handed you that blueprint on how to build your life to withstand some storms? Come on, somebody. Sometimes God shows up in miracle ways we don't expect, and sometimes we got to build our faith over time. And and we, this is what the Bible says about Noah in Hebrews 11, back to that faith chapter. Faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been seen before. That's where we're at right now. He stepped out in reverent obedience to God, and he built an ark that would save him and his family. Here's the question for this one. How do you believe God wants to build your faith in the midst of 2020? What's the blueprint that he's given to you? Maybe you're brand new to church, and the blueprint would simply be, I'm going I'm to pick up a Bible, start to read God's story of love towards me, God's working through humanity, God's plan of salvation. Maybe the blueprint for you, you've been watching these online services, and the blueprint is, I'm going to go ahead and get into a small group and, and get into some intentional relationship. That's the blueprint that's going to build some faith. Maybe for you, you've been, you've been serving already. You're on the dream team. You're finding ways to be engaged, and the blueprint for the next season for you is to begin to dream and talk about how God could use you in some next level influence and leadership in Evolved Church. I don't know what it looks like for you, but I do know God has a blueprint for how he wants you to step up and be building faith in your life. So we've got found faith. Come on, found faith. I want found faith every single time. God, just show up and do it for me. We serve a God who does that. Come on, let your heart be moved by that. And then we've got some built faith. Yeah, God also does that. But then there's this third kind of faith that we see throughout Scripture. And it's, again, one that we need right now. And it's borrowed faith. Borrowed faith. Sometimes we don't have the faith we need in ourselves. Sometimes we just need to get around somebody else who's got the faith we need in that moment. So Rachel and I, we've got three kids, Avia, Alencia, and little Wylan. Our oldest is six, Avia. And this first year of school for her, this was her kindergarten year, her COVID first year of school. So she only got a little bit of school. And, and I remember before uh, homeschooling kind of became a reality in our worlds when she was still at school, She told me the story of something that happened in the playground. In fact, she told me the story on a daddy-daughter date, which was brought on by your excellent pastor, Pastor Jono. Him and I were talking on the phone one day, and he was telling me about going on a daddy-daughter date with Julia. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm, this week I'm going to get out again with my girls one-to-one. And so I took Avia out on this daddy-daughter date, and we're driving around to do some different fun stuff. And as we're driving, I said to her, I said, honey, 
tell me about something that happened in your week that was awesome and just made you so happy. And I said, and tell me after that, tell me something that was difficult or challenging, maybe made you sad. She said, Dad, I'm going to start with the sad one first. I said, okay, honey, you, you give me the sad story first. And she said, well, I was at school on the playground during recess, and I saw there was a little boy. He was off on his own, and, and he was crying. And so I went over to him and asked, are you okay? And paused right there for a moment. Like, this is a proud dad moment. Like, the tears are welling up in my eyes. And I'm like, honey, this is amazing. This is such a great story. Like, oh, this is... My, my baby girl at six years old, she sees pain and she moves towards it. I said, okay, well, what happened next? She said, how are you doing? And he said, oh, well, some boys were beating me with sticks. And that was the moment, even before COVID came, where I was like, I'm pretty, school, I'm pretty sure like homeschool is the way to go for us, like beating him with sticks. What's going on in school right now? Where's the monitors? What's go- this is not okay. And she says to him, She says, it's okay. I'm going to walk with you to the office, and we're going to get some help. Before she shows up, he's stuck. He's frozen, frozen in fear, frozen in sadness and disappointment, and he's not able to go and get himself some help. But when she shows up, She's able to take him to where he needs to be. Sometimes in the faith journey, you don't have the faith you need for the miracle that you're desiring in your life, and you need to get around the right people. You need to get around the evolved family. You need to be around people in your life whose faith you can lean into, whose faith you can actually glean from and get a miracle in your life just because of who you are around. Sometimes we need some borrowed faith. As I'm driving with Abby, I'm all teary. I'm like, this is the greatest story ever. I said, honey, this story is amazing. Tell me, I mean, I understand it was sad for the boy, but why was that sad for you? And she said, oh, because I had to miss a little bit of recess. And I was like, come on, girl. Girl's got all the heart in the world, but she loves her fun. Don't get in the way of recess. We see borrowed faith in the scripture. You've been around church, you'll know this story. Luke's gospel, chapter 5. In Luke 5, there's a man who needs healing in his body. He doesn't have the ability to get to where Jesus is. But four men, again, whose names were not given, these are just somebodies. They pick him up and they carry him to where Jesus is. In reference to your last series that you just did, I love this, some nobodies. They're the ones who, who pick him up start carrying them to Jesus. They get to the house where Jesus is at. They can't get near Jesus, so they go up in the roof. Come on, some of you will know this story. They cut a hole in the roof. They lower him down to where Jesus is. And there's obviously so much that we could pull from this story, but there's this one statement in Luke's gospel that stands out to me in this moment. This is what Luke 5, verse 20 says, that Jesus saw the demonstration of their faith. This is not a trick question. Come on, you can answer this out loud right now in your living room. Whose faith did Jesus perform the miracle in response to? Whose faith led to the healing of this man? Come on, answer. It's not a trick question. Seeing the demonstration of whose faith? Their faith. Who is them? It's the four nobodies. 
Jesus heals this man, not in response to his own faith, but in response to the faith of those who brought him to Jesus. Right now in 2020, as we're going through so much, we need one another now more than we need ever, one another ever before. And maybe what God is awakening you to in this moment is, the, is this thought that there is somebody that is not going to make it without your faith, without you showing up, without you being a part of their world, without you bringing encouragement. They're going to make not make it through, but they can borrow some faith from you. Sometimes we're building our faith, not just for ourselves, but for those around us, for the little kid on the playground getting hit with sticks. Come on, somebody, for the racial injustices going on around us in our world. Sometimes we're just building our faith, not just for ourselves, but for somebody else. I don't know where you're at today. Are you in need of some found faith? Maybe you'd say, I'm the one who just like, I need that moment with God that I didn't see coming and I wasn't deserving, but my heart is open today to receive the Holy Spirit. God, God, I'm I'm asking you to show up in my world in this moment right now, and I believe God is. Come on, somebody, right now in this moment, by faith, right where you are. Maybe today you needed the challenge around the blueprint, the build. Maybe you were following the blueprint for a while, but for a season now, like in this COVID reality, you've just decided, I want to go to sleep and numb out and wake me all up when this thing is over. And God's saying, no. Faith that gets you through a storm is connected to a blueprint God gave you that you need to build every day building faith. And then finally, maybe today is a reminder that God's putting faith inside you, not just for you, but for the person who needs to borrow faith from you to get to where God's called them to be. Father, I thank you that right now across all of our rooms, you are elevating faith. We, We need this, God. We need our hearts to be secure in you, believing, God, that you are gonna bring us through stronger on the other side, I pray right now, God, that by the working of your Holy Spirit, you would touch each one, God. And I pray, Lord, where purpose has seemed thin and where legs have grown weary and where there's been more agitation and more frustration, where the angst has pulled in tight, where maybe the emotional burden of walking through this season has gotten us to the place where we've gone emotionally numb. And we need you today, God, to show up in our lives and remind us, God, that you are good and you are working on our behalf and that we are building something that we will last, and we were born for this moment. In fact, God, this is our hour as a church to not sit down and wait it out, but to rise with faith, understanding that as some nobodies, we are going to pick up the bed of somebody who wouldn't get there on their own today, right now, in Jesus' name. God, we remind ourselves of that strength of purpose in Jesus' name. Oh, come on. I just speak to the individual acts of faith, the small ones. Sometimes we think it needs to be some big picture uh, purpose moment that we're flying around the world. Somebody on your street this week just needs you to show up and say, hey, I see you. I brought you a coffee, and I want you to know that you're loved. Come on, let's be the church that shows up. We're not going to church, but we are being the church. God, infuse our hearts today with some faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. If you're ever in the Edmonton area, pop by for a visit. And if you need any more information, visit EvolveChurch.com.
We hope to see you soon.